My name is Steve Hansen. I'm president and CEO of Acme Lithium. Uh, we are an explorer and developer of North American lithium projects in Nevada, United States, and also in Manitoba and Saskatchewan, Canada. Steve, thank you very much for the introduction. Good to be speaking to you again. Um, you're in a hotel room. You're obviously on the road show. Uh, I can see that you're, you've put out the news release saying that you started drilling in uh, the, the Shatford project in South Manitoba. So you're clearly uh, wanting to talk about that. So why don't you just, let's get straight into it. Tell us about um, this drill program and where you've got to as a company. Merlin, great to see you again and uh, happy to provide you an update on Acme Lithium. Uh, yes, I'm in Toronto on a roadshow this week and uh, excited to be here. This is actually my first roadshow to Toronto in some time. I've done a few Zoom calls, um, obviously with COVID and, and now finally getting on the road in the new year. It's exciting to be here. Um, uh, our meetings have been excellent and the company's been, been well received. And really the timing is important because of what's going on here in the early days of 2023. It's really an exciting stage for Acme Lithium. A lot of the work this past summer and fall have led up to this moment. As you mentioned, in particular, we have started drilling at our pegmatite project in Manitoba. Um, drilling commenced last week, and so excited to get results out over the next few months at that drill program. And then in parallel, um, a drill rig is on site at our lithium brine project in Nevada. Uh, there's been some bad weather come in over the over the new year and uh, we were a little late setting it up that we thought but uh, we should be set up uh, this weekend and good to go i'm hoping to announce commencement of drilling uh, at our brine project at silver peak in nevada sometime next week uh, this is a phase two program an expanded program from our discovery last summer so two parallel drill programs going on in North America, a really exciting time for the company and look forward to continuing to provide updates to our shareholders and, and investors. So the, the, the bad weather you're referring to, that's pre presumably the Arctic plume or the, 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 the weather bomb you had. Well, California had uh, an atmospheric river, they call it, that came through there uh, in the first few days of the new year. And uh, that dropped a fair bit of rain and, and bad weather in that southwestern region in Nevada. Um, uh, so we, we, we had an extra little time to set up the rig. And um, again, it's on site and hopefully have it, have it set up this weekend. And uh, I'm hoping to be able to announce that we've commenced drilling sometime next week. And um, so that's at Clayton Valley. And you're going to be doing phase two drilling, uh, pump tests, presumably, because I mean, in the phase one, you, you identified the lithium brine, um, you know, you identified the, the, the presence of the mineral. Now, what you're doing is, is, is understanding the flow rates uh, that you can get from a pump test. Is that, am I correct? That's correct, Merlin. Um, our project is contiguous to the northwest of Abermarley's Silver Peak project. This is a brine project that's been in production since 1966. Albemarle is a New York Stock Exchange company, $30 billion plus company, one of the largest providers and producers of lithium in the world. And in fact, it's the only place where lithium is produced in the United States. It's hard to believe that there's only one place that currently produces lithium. We are their Northwest neighbor. We made a discovery last summer in the same lithology and ancient lake bed that's been producing for a long time. Um, we drilled to 1,400 feet last uh, summer. Um, again, uh, had brine intensifying all the way down to the bottom of the hole with the highest grade at the bottom of the hole at 1,400 feet. 
We then worked all fall through procurement and permitting and planning for this phase two program. This is one of the largest brine programs in the United States to be drilled uh, in this past year. As part of this program, we will be drilling a, a twin hole, a rotary hole. This is a wider hole, which is a test well. Uh, from that test well, we're able to do a pump test to understand how the aquifer flows. And then as part of this program, we're drilling up to three uh, exploration holes that hopefully will allow us to get to a resource calculation and see how big that reservoir is. So we're very excited. Um, we're just northwest of existing production at Abamarley Silver Peak Project and looking forward to starting this uh, program uh, hopefully sometime next week. Forgive my ignorance, but if you've got an aquifer, so that the, the, the fluid comes in to, to the brine, so it's, so it's uh, continually... Um, uh, putting into solution the lithium into brine is, is is that correct, or is it carrying in lithium with it? I mean, is it I, where does the lithium come out? Is it from the existing brine, uh, from the existing uh, point, or is it um, which is put into solution by new water, or is the lithium brought in with the fluid? Well, lithium is the lightest element actually uh, in the world, and, and there's movement in it as erosion has taken place over many many years, of course. And in the aquifer, uh, where there's salt water, um, uh, it's much akin to oil and gas. Um, there's a res an underwater aquifers um, that move based on um, sands and gravels and porosity that are in this. So, so, so it's, it's, it's basically the, the lithium is in the brine. It's, it's, it's just that you're looking at the volume of the brine, which is containing the lithium. So the key to get to an economic resource is um, uh, pump volumes. You know, um, uh, how can this aqu aquifer perform in um, pumping brine um, out of the aquifer? So pressure is very important. And then grade is obviously important. And then size of the aquifer is important. And that allows us to get to uh, a resource calculation. And the pump test will show you all of the porosity and the permeability characteristics so you can get the flow rates. So in this water well, this test well that we're drilling, we're able to uh, actually potentially produce from multiple intervals. There are some uh, varying productive layers um, historically that are known to produce. So uh, there's uh, testing we can do um, uh, for flow rates and production all the way down the hole. So we're going to be drilling to 2,000 feet this time as opposed to four, 1,400 feet. Again, we had the highest uh, recorded uh, uh, lithium values at the bottom of the hole. So these will be deeper holes. And again, we're hoping to uh, have multiple uh, horizons where we can produce from. And is the is the well is, is is it more like an oil and gas well, which you can kind of shutter off, uh, or is it still more akin to a uh, a conventional mineral drilling rig? No, this is this is more akin to oil and gas. I mean, brine drilling you're drilling water wells, and um, but it uh, it is more akin to oil and gas. You're dealing with a reservoir. You're dealing with um, porosity and permeability and, and flow rates and um, and again multiple intervals you can produce from so much more akin to oil and gas than it is to hard rock drilling. Now I always think that oil and gas is a um, more expensive business so um, and also uh, it, 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 it can also take a longer time so what's your budget and your timeline for this phase two um, drill test? Well, in fact, it's the it's the opposite. Um, you know, what's interesting about um, 
drilling water wells, in essence, and these are salt water wells that, that have lithium in them, is that I don't have to drill it like a pincushion. With hard rock drilling, to get to a resource, um, you may have to drill 50, 60, 7, 100, 150 holes um, to ultimately define a resource. Um, that's quite different in here when you're dealing with a reservoir. I can drill um, uh, a handful of holes and uh, triangulate them and, and forecast what the reservoir looks like and then with pump tests be able to get to a resource. So again, we expect in this phase two program um, for between two and a half and $3 million that we potentially can get to a resource on a phase two drill program. So in hard rock mining, um, it, it's quite different. So, you know, there are some, although each of our, our, um, our holes would be more expensive uh, because there's other work being done, water handling, um, there's piseometers that we're putting down the hole, there's downhole geophysics. So although the individual holes may be more expensive than let's say core drilling, um, I can get to a resource faster with fewer holes. And the um, presumably the, the, the well you're testing and the three or four exploration wells you're drilling around are going to uh, indicate the give you an, kind of an indication of the kind of aquifer size within a predictable range. Absolutely. Is, it, is, it, is, is that the plan? So That's the plan. Okay, great. And um, so you mentioned two and a half to three million dollars. Uh, when will you kind of come back to the market, do you think, and say, this is what we've got? Uh, are we talking three months or six months or nine months? So assuming that we start next week, again, I'm crossing my fingers here that everything goes well with weather and, and set up and there aren't any hiccups. But um, uh, there may be some things out of my control, but assuming that we get set up next week, um, this will be about a 120 day program. Um, uh, that's our estimated time could take a little longer. Um, obviously we will be, uh, sending, uh, results to the lab or sending, um, information to the lab, including core, um, also brine, um, so that would be going to the lab. We'll be we'll be analyzing them uh, in rolling batches um, as we send that information to an independent lab. Um, and so excited to get results out, and hopefully we have success with the drill bit. Okay, so that's to me it sounds like more or less about six months by the time you're ready to come to the market. Um, so that's something we can look forward to in the middle of the year. Um, Good. Now, going on to um, the, the news release you put out this week was actually about uh, drilling hard rock in South Manitoba. Um, you've, you've mentioned a uh, 5,000 metre programme. You talk about the kind of the Shatford East area being on, on this kind of seven kilometre uh, kind of slightly curved trend. Um, but I kind of wanted a bit more information um, I'm hungry for information on, you know, what is it you're drilling? How do you know that it's any good? Uh, what kind of, what constitutes success and uh, what kind of structure are you looking at? Well, our Shatford Lake project um, is about a kilometre and a half south of uh, the Tanko Mine. Tanko Mine is owned by a very large Chinese company called Sino Mine. Um, it's a LC, those are LCT pegmatites that they're producing from. Um, uh, lithium, cesium, and tantalum. Um, that mine has been in production off and on six, since 1969 and is the only place where lithium is currently being produced in Canada. So interesting enough, we neighbor the only production in the U.S. and here we are, we neighbor the only production in Canada. Again, we are the largest landholder contiguous to Tanko south of that mine. Uh, our border is about a kilometer and a half south. 
Um, and in fact, the area where we are drilling is a, a band of structure that is just south of the tank, directly south of the Tanko mine. We did extensive uh, uh, summer work, um, uh, mapping, structural work, geophysics, some geochemistry. Um, there were known pegmatites on surface. And then as part of that summer exploration program, we uncovered some new pegmatites. We spent all fall um, analyzing the data. Uh, we went through uh, the permitting process with the Manitoba government. I signed an agreement with Saguin First Nation, which is a very important agreement. Now that we collaborate with Saguin First Nation, we employ a number um, of their group as well. Um, and uh, excited to announce um, that we've commenced drilling, a winter drilling program up to 5,000 meters at Shatford Lake. Um, we've identified priority one, priority two, and priority three drill holes. Um, we've permitted uh, significantly more than, than the 5,000 meters that we've announced. Again, this is a phase one program. Um, if we have success with the drill bit over this program, um, I will have the optionality to actually continue to drill uh, uh, for a longer period of time. So um, this is a, a maiden program. Um, you know, we have a lot of the indicators that that uh, could suggest that we have success, but at the end of the day, we don't know. Um, you know, um, we've got a drill, and um, hopefully, uh, Mother Earth will be good to us. And are you um, planning? I don't know, um, fifty, a hundred meter holes, or twenty-five, two hundred meter holes, or something in between. Yeah, these are up to two hundred and fifty meters. Um, I expect that uh, it really depends on on the site location and. Um, uh, where they're located, there's some. Um, although it's low lying, uh, there are some some there are some ele slight elevations here and there. Um, I expect that we'll drill between fifteen and twenty holes as part of this initial program, um, which could be expanded. We have that optionality, and and we are funded to be able to to drill uh, for for a longer period, and we have that flexibility with our drilling. A contractor as well. So um, we'll look for results here uh, over the next uh, probably uh, 75 to 120 days. Uh, we'll have results from the lab and um, looking forward to have hopefully having some success with the drill bit. And uh, you mentioned 15 to 20 holes. You've mentioned a bunch of first priority, second priority, third priority targets. Uh, if you do uh, two holes in the target you're looking at kind of uh seven to ten if you do three holes uh you're looking at kind of three to four is is, is uh, sorry um yeah four or five targets is, is it too early to say how many you plan to to target or are you just gonna see how you go there are sites that we are, are drilling are drilling from um drill pads so to speak that um we will drill two to three holes um, from each site um, and then move um, in, in along this structure. Um, so there are multiple sites that we'll drill from two to three holes per site. Um, you know, we have a number of sites that are permitted and um, we have the optionality uh, depending upon how things go and what we're seeing and flexibility as to um, how we might want to alter or change the program. Great. And you mentioned budget. Um... Uh, you said you're, you're funded for 5,000 metres and possibly more. Uh, what, what are you estimating that 5,000 metres is going to cost you? Uh, 
you know, this is winter drilling, um, which actually has some benefits. There's a fair bit of water in, in, in that southeastern region, some boggy areas and some low-lying water, and it means that we actually can drill um, uh, in open area with, in some cases without having to cut down trees for pads and so forth. So there's some advantages to winter drilling. Um, and what's most interesting is the, the tankopegmatite that's been in production off and on since 69 and is currently in production was not an exposed pegmatite. It was actually accidentally found and it was actually under shallow water, interesting enough. So, you know, um, you know, we think that this winter drilling program has uh, the ability for us to drill not on just uh, sort of flat areas of outcrop, but it, but actually areas that are are not accessible during during the summer. So there's some interesting targets that we have. You know, we'll spend um, in the neighborhood of uh, up to two million dollars um, with all the services and everything set up. The first drilling program is always going to be a little more expensive. We're we're learning as we go here. Um, but uh, again, we have the optionality of continuing this program if we have success with the drill bits on this uh, phase one. We're very excited. I believe this region is um, one of the most prospective regions for pegmatites in Canada. I think there's going to be multiple discoveries made throughout this region. Hopefully Acme is one of those companies. There's a lot of attention being paid to this area. We're seeing a lot of Australians come into Manitoba who are looking to joint venture or, or even in some cases now we're seeing Australian companies stake ground in the area. Um, the fact that it's the only production in Canada, I think bodes well for the future uh, for investment. And uh, again, we're one of the largest landowners um, and we're contiguous to the south of the Tanko mine. So very exciting times, looking forward to getting results out. And um, uh, it's a really interesting time to be an investor in Acme Lithium. Um, you, you, okay, let's let's talk about the investment side of things because the the the, the market, the share price, has actually uh, come off quite a lot in the last six months. Uh, and when I compare the share price of Acme relative to uh, a few other names in the space, um, it's underperformed. And is is that because I don't know? Is the market, you know, the market's not liking something? Um, is it because they feel that you're spread too thin? I see you've just picked up another um, an, another project up in the north of Saskatchewan, Bailey Lake. Um, you know, how, how do you answer the kind of that criticism that you've got too many projects and too much on? Well, I think a number of of, of juniors have come off over the course of of this period. Obviously, we we traded higher through the spring spring period, and then and then when we saw. Um, the Ukraine war start, inflation, uh, volatility in the market. Um, you know, we were, were certainly not, uh, um, we were exposed to some of that volatility. Um, you know, I think uh, uh, since the summer, um, although we've been very, very busy behind the scenes, we haven't had a lot of material news out. A lot of the work through the fall um, uh, was... Uh, some geophysics, some sampling, some analysis, um, uh, some behind the scenes uh, computer work, um, permitting, procurement, everything leading up to this moment. So, you know, we didn't have uh, necessarily the, the significant material news that uh, maybe investors are looking for. Um, you know, I think that, that uh, as a fairly new company, we've only been public for a year and a half. You know, there may have been some earlier shareholders that um, uh, had decided to maybe profit take or move on to other investments. I think Tesla stock down. There's also the other outside factors that maybe people have moved on. Tax loss selling at the end of the year, you know, a number of things. But um, 
you know, we believe actually that this time is is the most interesting time to be an investor. I know with two programs where we're drilling, uh, we've got cash in the bank. Um, uh, nothing has changed corporately. We're as 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 good as we've ever been. And uh, if anything, I think it creates an opportunity for investors to participate. In fact, we're we're up uh, so far this this year in calendar year. We're showing green on the screen, and um, we're moving in the right the right direction here in uh, in 2023. So it's a a good start. Um, and yes, we've added another project in Saskatchewan. We now are the largest landholder of prospective pegmatites in northern Saskatchewan. And we have interesting spodumin-bearing pegmatites on surface, up to 4,000 ppm, and also an outcrop as well. So really interesting project. I, it was a very low-cost entry for us to pick up this project. We were very fortunate. Um, you know, uh, we... We have the ability and uh, with our team in that we, you know, I'm very aggressive. We move quickly on, on things. And, um, you know, what I seek here now is like-minded partners that can advance, advance some of these projects in concert. So Fish Lake in, uh, in Nevada, we have a clay project that is next to the world-class Ioneer uh, Rhyolite Ridge project, which the U.S. government just announced $700 million U.S. in investment. You know, we have a neighboring project to the west with um, with decent grade lithium on surface and now geophysics this fall that suggests we've got some clay targets. We're looking for a partner to actively uh, help develop that project. Um, certainly in Saskatchewan, we'll have boots in the ground this June and we're looking for a partner to actively develop what is a very, very large project that is in earlier exploration. So, you know, we have some world-class projects here. Um, I think we've got the best portfolio in North America for a lithium company. And um, we'll continue to seek strategic investors, like-minded partners. And then we have capital to advance uh, these projects as well to create value for shareholders. Uh, thank you. That's a, that's a comprehensive answer. Um, the... Um... <clears throat> Right, what was I going to ask? Uh, I can't remember. But uh, let's go to your the meetings. What's the feedback you're getting at the moment? Oh, sorry. I know. I know what I was going to uh, mention was contrarian investment because we were talking about in, you know in a falling market, uh, what you what investors uh, should be doing. In theory, it's very hard to have the discipline to do it, but is to look at a, a falling area or an area where there's been value destruction and see whether the corporate situation or the company situation in any particular case has actually improved over time. Um, and so I think what you're actually saying, or not, not, I mean, you, you said very well, but I'm just seeing it from a different way, is that the share price may not have changed very much in six months, but the company is actually stronger and closer to kind of key catalysts. Well, I think you're correct. I think we're we're as strong as we've ever been with with what uh, key catalysts are coming up here in 2023. You know, all the work and heavy lifting that we've done over the last six months has led to this moment. I mean, this is this is pretty exciting. This is where you want to be an investor. We're drilling it to investors. This is the potential to really move the needle for the company. And you know, we lost momentum through a period of volatility and a period of, of uncertainty. And we understand that that happens in the junior markets. Um, the good news is we were well financed and I raised capital at the appropriate time through institutional investors. We're backed by Waratah Capital and their electrification and decarbonization fund. They're one of the top funds. They're, they're experts in, in uh, battery metals. They're our largest shareholder now and they've invested in us twice. We're backed by Lithium Royalty Corporation, another fund that only invests in lithium. 
and they invest in just over 20 projects. Globally, we are one of them. And so we have very, very good investors that have backed us for the long term and um, you know are looking for us to develop these projects over time. So we're well financed. We raise capital in, in a good market. Um, uh, they're long-term investors, and we're hoping that shareholders are, are patient and give us time to advance these projects. But again, we've got near-term catalysts, which, you know, this is an exciting time for the company and could really advance us in many ways. And what are the institutional investors you're seeing in, in, in Toronto saying? Are they saying, oh, you're too small, uh, wait until you're bigger and then we'll invest? Or are they saying, uh, why don't you raise some money at these levels and we'll put some in? Um, you know, what, what's the feedback from them? Well, it's a fairly new company. I mean, I've, I've done a lot of work in the last year and a half. Um, actually, it's it's hard to believe what we've accomplished in a very short period of time. And although I've done a, quite a number of Zoom meetings um, and uh, um, have, have met with institutional investors, this is my first roadshow to Toronto, meeting with investment banks, with analysts, uh, with investors. And um, uh, they're hearing about Acme for the first time in many cases. And what is across the board, what I'm hearing is um, they haven't seen a portfolio like this that's come across their table, where we have a project next to the only production in the U.S., we have a project next to the only production in Canada, and now we have a third project that's next to Ioneer, which uh, has signed offtakes with Ford, Panasonic, Toyota, and now the U.S. government is about to put in up to $700 million. It will be the next project to go into production in the United States next to Thacker Pass. So we have um, excellent location in Closeology. We have geological um, structures and regions um, and lithium, and now anomalous lithium in all of those projects. So we just need to advance them. And um, again, an exciting time to be an investor. The feedback has been excellent. And uh, I've got another day about to start here in Toronto here shortly uh, of presentations and looking forward to telling our story and hopefully um, finding some interest here in Toronto. Well, I better let you get on with your uh, your day then. Um, but thank you very much for taking the time. I, I look forward to catching up perhaps once the phase one drilling is 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 through uh, at Shatford Lake or indeed uh, in um, um, Clayton Valley. Um, <clears throat> Thank you very much for your time. It's been a, a really interesting update. Great, Merlin. Great to see you again. And thanks for your time as well.